Hey guys, how are you? Welcome to another episode of my podcast. This is Edith Shamutai and I hope you guys have had a good day. So today guys, we're going to talk about diabetes. But before we talk about diabetes, let's first recap on what we've been talking about for, about so far. So we've talked about uh, lifestyle. We've, we've talked about the Western lifestyle, uh, Western lifestyle diseases, related diseases. We basically, this is in this podcast, I've also told you guys about my story. In case you've not listened to that, kindly go back. It's actually the first episode. And in the second episode, I'm now opening up and I'm telling you guys what we're going to be dealing with, what I'm going to be covering, what I'm going to be educating you guys about. And also, I've been giving you guys a future reference of what I'll be talking about. So this season, season one specifically, is to talk about lifestyle. And then we're going to talk about the second thing we're going to talk about wealth and what what brings us wealth we'll be actually be talking about network marketing because that is a place where i'm seeing it is tying all the things that i'm interested in all together because i couldn't meet lifestyle i couldn't understand the meaning of health lifestyle when i talk about lifestyle it's because <laughs> for me lifestyle is a healthy one so please pardon me whenever i say lifestyle because i know lifestyle can be a bad lifestyle with how someone is actually living you know, this, I will say the style of living of a particular person, but when I say lifestyle, I'm actually me- meaning a, a healthy lifestyle. You know, I, 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 you live in a way that you are responsible of for your for your health. You are responsible for what you put in your mouth, what you actually, you know, what how you exercise, how you keep yourself. I'm actually preaching self love. You know, you love yourself before, you know, going out and doing other things. So, guys, today we'll be talking about diabetes. We've talked before about the heart coronary diseases. We've talked on how one can get actually these heart diseases and how one can actually reverse it and actually how to prevent it. Because prevention is better than cure. We went from talking about that, we went to talking about strokes. Also, to covered everything in strokes, how is strokes caused medically, what is understood medically, we also even use layman language on, on how you can actually prevent yourself from being someone who is prone to stroke to strokes and if you are in that pathway of actually having strokes or if you have ever ever had a mild stroke before how can you reverse to prevent uh, a fatal stroke in the future we've also talked about hypertension we've also references referenced on many other things about hypertension we've actually known that it is a very silent killer and that you if there are no symptoms that you can actually say and you'll be like yeah that person will have is, is is experiencing hypertension we've also talked about heart attacks we have uh, talked about cancer that is the most recent one so guys today we will be dealing with high high, high uh, diabetes sorry and diabetes is actually a uh, it has been around since the World War Two, and it has advanced relentlessly in the developed countries, where it is now one of the leading causes of death. And in our countries, the developing countries, we wouldn't say we don't have diabetes, we actually have it. It's just that the statistics don't really show that actually a higher percentage of old, old age deaths right now occur because of diabetes. And actually these Western lifestyle related diseases and when i hear people talking about the developed countries or the western nation or the fact that these these diseases are actually called the western lifestyle related diseases i feel like telling people it's no longer western it is now a disease that we should diseases that we should actually approach and call it lifestyle related diseases you know because it's it affects people even in my country i have had people in my in my family die because of these diseases you know cause of death 
being referred to diabetes being referred to hypertension being referred to you know heart attacks being referred to strokes i've even had people who have experienced mild strokes and that's still it's like in that pathway of there's no recovery but in that pathway of being kept around like you're prolonging your death sorry to say that but when you don't change your lifestyle after experiencing one of these diseases and you actually recover from it you are just prolonging your death because you are in higher capability of being attacked by it, it again or actually experiencing this disease again so if if the present trends that we're seeing actually continues babies being born today will actually have one of the five chances of becoming diabetes in their lifetime until recent times there have actually been no cure for diabetes at all but um, it is actually that too many people are actually beating diabetes they are normalizing their blood sugar and getting off insulin by making healthful lifestyle changes i think this is something that we are realizing that in every disease that we talk about we actually realize that people who actually beat these diseases are people who are actually very ready to make changes in their lives not just people who get the information and the the bad thing is that we know that these diseases exist we know what we should do to avoid what leads to these diseases we know that we should not be doing this but we still gamble with it it's like we're like ah let me just take a slice of pizza today let me just take pizza today then tomorrow i will go back to eating healthy and pizza becomes so sweet and tomorrow you're like ah let me try pasta and then after that like ah i need lasagna and then after that you're like you know what let me just take chicken beef and all this and then after that like a week goes by and just postponing eating healthy and before you know it's a month before you know it's a year or you're like ah that's not going to cost anything so you're like always having an energy drink in your bag you're having these carbonated drinks you know and you're like it's okay or we're like so tomorrow i'm really going to do a, 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 a grocery i'm going for grocery shopping i'm actually going to buy vegetables and fruits and it gets tomorrow and you your friends call you out and they're like yo yeah let's let's meet up in this in this in this club in this bar in this joint and you're like okay i'm on my way then you look at your budget and you're like you know what the grocery shopping can wait let me go meet up with my friends and so we are gambling with life and <laughs> i know it's not just me but we are a lot of people who do that so what exactly is diabetes what is diabetes diabetes occurs when the body becomes unable to handle glucose or sugar which builds up to dangerous levels in the blood a diagnosis of diabetes is actually made when a blood sugar test is consistently above 125 um, micrograms percent that is like 7.0 micro something levels after an eighth hour fast the fasting blood sugar that is fbs levels of 110 to 125 are known as impaired fasting glucose tolerance and usually precede full-blown diabetes so what is what are the types of diabetes there's one that is like about that afflicts about five percentage of diabetics and they're usually thin and they are rarely overweight. This type of diabetes usually begins in childhood and is commonly known as juvenile diabetes. Since this diabetes, this since diabetics cannot survive without insulin, it is now officially called an insulin dependent dependent diabetes mellitus or IWDM, IDDM. And there is the type 2 diabetes which is different and it is called the adult onset diabetes or non-insulin dependent diabetes 
milliliters and it is the most common kind it affects about 90 percent of diabetics and this type generally hits around the age of 50 to 55 of people that is older that are actually older and fatter and in contrast to juvenile diabetics most type 2 diabetes when diagnosed have plenty of insulin in their bodies but something blocks the insulin so it cannot do its jobs its job properly yeah the, the, the type 2 diabetic is what i know in fact i'm, I'm like and just like you guys i was knowing about this type these are the type the the juvenile diabetes or insulin dependent diabetes mellitus the iddm i'm actually just getting to know about it today just like you guys i do not know i only knew there is one type of diabetes that is a type 2 because it is actually advertised everywhere people being told to change your lifestyle to avoid diabetes diabetes type 2 so there is type 1 wow i am learning something new too <laughs> i'm not a doctor yeah i'm just i'm just learning about this all this stuff but i've known diabetes for a very long time i've heard about it my grandmother was actually diagnosed with diabetes in her old age around the age of 70 and it actually led to further diseases yeah the weird thing is that these lifestyle diseases they're actually correlated once one strike you another one follows then another one follows like it's like a build-up you find someone has like hypertension and then immediately after hypertension you find that they have like uh, a stroke no they always have a, a stroke or a heart attack my stroke like they, they experience both at the same time and then after that you can find people having actually had diseases yeah or you find people having hypertension and then the next thing they are having a heart disease they go to the hospital and they're being told your heart is big you know such such stuff it happens so what are the warning signs of diabetes so the symptoms of diabetes they are these excessive thirst these excessive appetite these excessive passage of urine and these are earlier in the diabetes however fewer symptoms actually show up but after the onset or development of diabetes you find that you have a lot of thirst you always want water you have a huge appetite and you always you're always going to the loo because you're taking a lot of water definitely there'll be an exit so earlier in the, in the in the disease however few symptoms actually show up perhaps some increase in urinary frequency and thirst of the 16 million diabetics in, in the United States, it is um, estimated that 7 million don't know what, that they have it. As the disease progresses, it affects, its effects are devastating, affects all organs of the body and gradually destroys them. Consider the risk of unrecognized or poorly controlled diabetes. So you find that 8 out of 10, of 10 diabetics actually experience eye problems. Mm -hmm. Very true. Uh, diabetics are 18 times more likely to experience serious kidney damages than than those who are non-diabetics and then diabetes is a potent promoter of atherosclerosis that is plugging of the arteries and this results to diabetes being more than a double risk of heart attacks and strokes and it can also lead to sexual impotence hearing impairment intermittent claudication that is disabling of the leg cramps and gangrene that is half of the foot and leg amputation in adults are from this cause wow because yeah, you feel you hear people like who have diabetes they can actually they can't heal like when they have a wound it is very hard for the wound to clean to heal naturally it actually needs a lot of care and a lot of attention 
and you always find people who have exp who have had leg issue actually always go for amputation of the of the legs yeah so what causes adult onset diabetes so the studies have shown that a strong relationship is actually coordinated between those people who are fat uh, that actually have fat ex most who take let me say who have a lot of fat intake either in their food or in their body and then the disease is in rare occasions is actually found in rare occasion in places where people like take less fat and where people don't experience obesity whereas obesity cases are very low you know normally insulin a pancreas hormone enables body cells to use glucose and control blood sugar levels but most of the time the problem in adult onset diabetes is not a detective a defective pancreas unable to produce sufficient insulin but a lack of a sensitive of sensitivity to insulin and this resistance of the cell to insulin appear to relate directly to obesity and to excess fat in the diet and possibly in the liver I'm reading this I was actually reading that paragraph because I had written it down I, I did not see it away where I can just read and come tell you guys and I hope you got something from it like when when you have someone is being told you're diabetic it's not because they can't they they can't produce insulin but because the the organs lack sensitivity to ink to insulin and actually it began now the fact that the cells are now resistant to insulin it relates directly to obesity and this is found to actually relate directly to, to obesity and the excess fat in the diet and possibly in the liver so uh, but isn't sugar the culprit that causes this uh, these diseases and somebody called james anderson who is an is an md professor of medicine and cl clinical nutrition at the university of kentucky college of medicine and a widely respected authority on diabetic on diabetes evaluated the effects of diet on blood sugar levels just as others had done before him and he reported that uh, he was able to turn lean healthy young men into mild diabetics in less than two weeks by feeding them a 65 percent rich of a fat diet and a similar group fed a lean 10 percent fat diet plus one pound of sugar a day do not produce even one diabetic after 11 weeks when the experiments was terminated so what's the best way to treat this disease so what i'm saying is that this doctor actually took young men who actually lean and he subjected them to into mild diabetics he actually turned them into mild diabetics in less than two weeks he did this by feeding them a rich 65 percent fat diet and then a similar group similar to this that were fed a lean a lean like fed a lean diet the people who actually kept fat healthy actually 10 percent of fat diet plus one pound of sugar a day did not produce even one diabetic after 11 weeks so meaning sugar is in the culprit what is the culprit is the fat a lot of fat so what's the best way to treat this disease the best way is actually several treatment centers have convincingly demonstrated that most type 2 diabetics can normalize their blood sugar levels often within weeks by following a simple diet very low in fat and high in fiber coupled with daily exercises lowering the amount of fat and oil and grease in diet plays a crucial role when less fat when less fat is actually eaten less fat reaches the bloodstream and the liver this begins to complicate uh, this begins a complicated process that gradually restores the sensitivity of insulin which can then facilitate 
can facilitate the entry of sugar from the bloodstream into the body cells this effect is is often dramatic a type 2 diabetic who lowers daily fat intake to about 10 percent of total calories can bring blood sugar levels to normal ranges in less than eight weeks many are eventually able to get off diabetic medication entirely both pills and injections so eating more naturally natural fiber rich food plays an important role in helping stabilize blood sugar levels when food are eaten without their normal complement of fiber blood sugar levels can quickly shoot up normally a surge of insulin counteracts this people who consume refined foods drinks and snacks high in calories but low in fiber may experience hikes and dips in sugar levels all day long high fiber food on the other hand smooths out this blood sugar fluctuations and stabilizes energy levels so active physical exercises has an insulin like reaction in the inbounds of excess fuel that is blood sugar and fatty acids rapidly the foremost recommended lifestyle modification for diabetes however is losing excess weight obesity is far and away the most common non-genetic component contributing to the development of diabetes normalizing body weight is often all that is necessary to bring the blood sugar back to normal the low fat high fiber diets will greatly aid this effort as will regularly active exercises will do it so guys you know whenever i read this and whenever i'm actually talking to you guys and telling you about this you always find out that there are parts where i read like this topic for me i know more about diabetes but after going through the first time i found that actually i did not know anything because i thought diabetes was caused by sugar so you find even most people at even in our homes they avoid taking sugar but they still take a lot of fats right so while going through this actually if you notice today i've been reading a lot <laughs> the reason is because it was very hard for me to to actually pick things that i can say it on my own to actually you know come out and just say you know like yesterday when i was doing with cancer i think it was simple for me because when i've studied cancer in class so i understand it better even that by the time i was i'm recommending people to keep on drinking aloe vera gel i'm talking to them about the reversal of the cells of what happens when you have cancer but with diabetes i had the wrong information i had if i came here i'm sure a doctor would have called me and was like you you're misleading people because I did not know that diabetes is tied to fat. I thought diabetes is tied to sugar. That is why you find very many people actually don't take sugar. Even in my home, I can count very many people who don't take sugar. But unfortunately, these people will still suffer from diabetes because they are avoiding, they are actually do not have the right information. They have what I call the quack information. Yeah, the, 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 the information from a quack, someone who doesn't know what they are doing and has tied diabetes to sugar. No, you don't get diabetes by consuming sugar. You get diabetes by, by having a lot of fat that actually prevents, you know, the onset of uh, insulin in your body. So when, you, when, you, when, when someone is, is suffering from type 2 diabetes, which is lifestyle related, the best thing you can do is change your lifestyle, change your eating habits, make sure you have fiber in your diet. And one thing that people avoid is that the smallest portion in your plate, I am very sure for many people, is always vegetables. You know, vegetables is what has fiber. That should be the largest portion in your plate, right? So that by the time you're consuming, largest portion should be fiber followed by carbohydrates, then proteins. 
I feel like for you, to, in fact, for you to lose weight, you should always know that you need carbohydrates. You will not leave carbohydrates entirely. But one way is to have fiber because fiber will actually help in, uh, it will help in, in smoothing out blood sugar fluctuations and stabilizing energy levels. And you need energy. You need an energy that can be given from carbohydrates. So if you take a lot of fiber and still have carbohydrates, carbohydrates will play a role of producing energy and fiber will play a role of stabilizing that energy in your body. Or what will I say? Yes, stabilizing the energy or controlling that energy in your body. So that when you are, if you are exercising or if you are in the gym or you are starting to lose weight, if you take a lot of fiber and, and carbohydrates, you will actually not go hungry. You will not be feeling tired. But the fact that when many people want to lose weight, they stop eating what they're eating. They just change their diet drastically and start eating this starvation food, you know, eating salads, eating what, the wrong kind of things. With the right information, you're actually able to lose weight in a healthy way. And I believe it's just about your diet. So what about the type 1 diabetes? What can happen to it? So the insulin dependent or the juvenile diabetic, you need to take actually insulin for life until pancreatic pancreatic transplant becomes feasible and affordable however the high fiber very low fat diet will help reduce the amount of insulin required to maintain stable blood sugar levels and to reduce the ever-present threat of vascular complication a protein has been identified in cow's milk that can increase the risk of diabetes in small children so the american academy of pediatrics recommended that cow's milk not be given to children until at least one year old of age breastfed instant infants have a measure of protection against this kind of diabetes so you find kids who are actually dependent on insulin they require insulin in their body then they are injected on a daily basis or they have a pill but most of them are actually injected on a daily basis for the diabetic for the type 1 diabetes people will have to take insulin throughout their lives but for the type 2 diabetes know that you are in you have everything to reverse what you are experiencing. You have everything to get out of that medication. But because when you go to the hospital, you're given just pills, but no doctor will recommend you on what to do best. I think because most people know that if you change your lifestyle, you'll actually not go to the hospital alone. And people are in business. So let me tell you, because I'm not in business, I'm actually using this platform to educate people so that you can understand that as you put yourself at risk by consuming everything and going to the... I'm not saying stop medication. I'm saying, can you change your lifestyle so that the next time you go to a doctor, because the doctor will not prescribe anything for you if they see that you're okay. You see, if I go to the hospital today and I'm not suffering from diabetes, the doctor will not give me diabetes like uh, pills or in, an injection prescription. Instead, they'll tell me, you know what, you're no longer diabetic. We, we, we're seeing that your insulin is back functioning well. Keep up. Keep up, keep up, keep up with what you're doing. Because most doctors actually promote health, but if you go to the hospital, they will not refuse to give you medicine if you're diabetic. So if you go to the hospital this month and do not change anything for the next seven months, you'll always go back to the hospital for those pills and for those injections, for that insulin to inject yourself. But if you change your lifestyle, then you're able to actually get all those pills and injections. So the outlook... The earlier the detection of diabetes, the more likely lifestyle modification will be effective. So earlier detection does takes much of the emphasis of drugs, off drugs and insulin injection, both of which come with undesirable side effects. So remember that same lifestyle measurements that are disarming and normalizing many cases of type 2 diabetes are preventive as well. 
even losing as little as 10 extra pounds and taking a brisk walk a few times a week can help stave, stave off the disease starve of the disease start now beat diabetes before it happens so what do you need to do is to actually exercise make sure you lose weight make sure you're keeping a healthy lifestyle make sure your diet has more fiber than fat and make sure you are keeping yourself healthy and prioritizing your own your own life don't gamble with it yeah so the low fat checklist so this is the one thing that i wanted to say so the main villain in adult onset diabetes is the enormous amount of fats in our diet once we can reduce the overabundance of using less fat oil and greases during cooking how many of the following can you do so use non-stick cookware to minimize the amount of oil needed to keep food from sticking yeah number two cook onion green pepper and other vegetables in broth instead of browning in fat number three use less oil butter or fat than a recipe calls for number four eliminate the dabs of butter from casserole toppings and vegetables number five use a nonsex spray or a film of lecithin instead of greasing a casserole dish number six avoid frying only cook very clean very lean meat or better yet eat no meat at all steam or microwave vegetables instead of sweetening them in butter or oil right so what can you do what step can you take to reduce the fat in your diet in all these that i've told you what can you do which one which one can you start with you know when you start picking one use non-stick you know if you can't afford to use non-stick cook onions green pepper and other vegetables in broth instead of browning in, in, in fat you can do that Another thing, if you can't do that, you lose use less oil, butter, or fat than the recipe actually tells you to, because you you have that that cookbook that you bought right, and you want to make those delicious food, then reduce the fats. Yeah. If you can't, I, you cannot you can't do that. Stop giving excuses. Avoid frying. Yeah. Only cook very lean meats. Yeah. Steam or microwave vegetables instead of doing all those others. So let me not even tell you the other alternatives. Just steam and microwave your vegetables. Use an unstick spray or a film of lecithin instead of greasing the casserole fish. Yeah. Instead of greasing the toppings on top of that way to, to make sure that it, it is browning all through, wrap it, wrap it in a lecithin film or instead use an unstick spray. Yeah. So how to beat diabetes 2 type? Type 2, diabetes is the leading cause of the new blindness, foot and leg amputations and hearing impairment so the worst part is that many people suffer needlessly here is the, the formula that can actually help you to beat these diseases eat more natural fiber rich food simply prepared low in fat grease and sugar freely use our whole grain products tubers and legumes salads and vegetables eat a substantial breakfast daily a hot Milk grain cereal will curb your appetite for hours and stabilize your blood sugar. Number two, use fresh whole grain but not more than those three servings a day if you have diabetes. Avoid refined and processed food that are usually high in fats and sugar and very low in fiber. Markedly reduce fats, oil and grease. If you use normal animal products, use them lean and very sparingly, more like a condiment. And avoid oily and creamy dressings and sauces. Walk briskly each day. 
two thirty minutes work every day are ideal to help burn up extra sugar in your blood. Work with a physician experienced with the effects of dietary therapy to monitor and adjust your insulin needs. Yeah, that is all I can say now. This is how to beat diabetes type 2. I've even said how you can reduce fat in your cooking. I have explained everything. I have gone through it all. And today, guys, I was reading that I will tell you for free. I was reading a lot of this because um, apart from me not actually getting a lot of terminologies used here, I really needed, I thought all this information just here was good. It was good. The book I have is amazing. The way I was getting my references, they were amazing. So after writing everything down, I was like, I'm going to shorten this so that I can do a 15 minutes. And I'm seeing it's almost 30 minutes. But everything I read was good. And I thought, why not share with you guys? And people are like, in a podcast, you should not read. You should just talk. I'm talking, but at the same time, sometimes I feel like I should just get down and actually read to you what I am, what, what I think is important. So anyway guys i hope you get this information this was enlightening to me yeah all those other diseases i, I had a clue i actually had a, little, a clue i even knew some of them of head i even went talked through some of them and actually was like hey let me talk to you guys and tell you more about it but diabetes i think it is the most and it is the most frequent and it and it is not just affecting you you know you know if your insulin was actually if going up to levels that were, were, were high your sugar in your, your bloodstream now would be like now that could be something that can be but that can be dealt with but if you suffer from diabetes type 2 you're not prone to more diseases you're prone to amputations you're prone to hearing impairment you're prone to strokes you you're prone to heart diseases you you're prone to you, you're prone to heart attacks you're prone to all those diseases so the way you can prevent them is by doing what i just said to you guys so as we all take this journey to actually change our lifestyles and to improve it and actually live longer and to have healthy lives and to actually accommodate many people i'm officially telling you guys welcome and let's work this part together so if you want to reach me follow me on instagram on my click fit body you can uh, you can also email me at edith.chemu.l12 sorry edith.chemu.l12 at gmail.com and you can also listen to my other podcast kindly make sure that you go and listen to the past where we're talking we notice there's a trend that is going on and i hope by the time we're done with all these diseases we'll be able to actually go and talk about all these things that we're seeing and the trends that we're seeing so that you can realize that all these diseases actually avoiding them is very easy preventing them is very easy and actually reversing them is even more easier so there's no one who is can say is lost and who is too late anyone can do it so tomorrow we're going to talk about something called osteoporosis yeah i hope to see you to see you guys tomorrow and you have a good day bye bye